Runner on first base, two outs, and the pitch. The runner goes. The throw down to second base, the tag, he is out. And that is another caught stealing. Hit you right on my makeup. I consider it another man's problem. Yeah, head on wide. Strike gold on my eyelids. Got a sister knows nothing but violence. What's up, y'all? This is Caught Stealing with E. Marquez in the building. Well, actually, in the parking lot getting ready to go to the gym at Export Logan. But it's not the point. The point is that baseballs are flying off the bats in record-setting pace. Teams are scoring runs upon runs upon runs. The Milwaukee Brewers last night scored 19 runs. The Atlanta Braves last night scored 29 runs. San Francisco Giants scored 10 runs. And you have teams like the Detroit Tigers with zero runs. You got teams like the Chicago Cubs with seven hits, three runs in two baseball games versus the Cincinnati Reds. Now, Trevor Bauer, decent pitcher. Uh, Maley, decent pitcher. But the problem is the Chicago Cubs cannot hit the baseball. Alex Rodriguez on ESPN telecast on Sunday night, Cardinals versus Cubs, set. The Cubs hit the ball hard very few times. I'm sorry. The Cubs make contact hard, but they make contact sparingly, rarely. And it's true. They lead the league. They lead all of generation and country and world and universe in Strikeouts and swing and miss and caught caught looking. He also said that the St. Louis Cardinals make the most contact, make the most contact, but it's soft and they do it often, and that's the difference. 
now the St. Louis Cardinals talent wise should not be in the same boat with the Chicago Cubs talent. But that's the difference. There's a philosophy, a organization wide philosophy going on with the way to hit the ball. Now, the Houston Astros were charged and I guess were proven to be guilty, according to MLB, that they used signs, they stole signs from pitchers, that they used a scheme to notify the batter what pitch was coming, etc., etc. I think that this has been going on in all of baseball for a long time, but not in the way that the the, the Houston Astros did it. It's in the video. It's in the in-game video where they can see they're at bats one after another. And apparently in the Chicago Cubs neck of the woods that it's hurt them more than anybody. They cannot make adjustments without the video in between at bats. I cannot believe that. I cannot believe that. I have no understanding of what that is. How is that even how is that even a thing? And the play-by-play announcer of the Chicago Cubs, Len Casper says, "Well, if you think it's not easy, then give up your phones for 3 days and tell me how you feel." Are you kidding me, Len Casper? This is baseball. This is baseball. We play this game of baseball, cell phones, smartphones, mobile devices, you know, that's people's livelihoods, you know, baseball, you're looking at the ball, you're hitting the ball, you catch the ball, you throw the ball, you use this video in-game stuff to enhance your ability to play, sure, but it doesn't determine if you're good or not, or at least it shouldn't, what it should say is, that you're a good studier of the technology or a good user of the technology at your disposal. That's it. But you can still do the same adjustments. You can still remember pitch schemes. I seen Javi Baez yesterday had a non-competitive at-bat. I'm going to go off the rest of the season now. What is there? About 12, 14 games left? I'm going to go off the rest of the season and watch batters have non-competitive at-bats. Not one of the pitches, the three pitches, uh, oh, you know what, four pitches that Bauer threw to Javi Baez yesterday was even close to the strike zone, and Javi Baez struck out, struck out, four pitches, and that's a non-compete at-bat. Those are the kind of at-bats that you look over and you tell them, okay, you're done for the rest of the day, because you're not competing. Whatever you're doing at the plate is not competition. It's not a compete level. It's you're giving up basically, and I'm gonna look. I'm gonna see. I know there's a couple. There was this one at bat um, by Adam Cave. I forget his first name, but from the Minnesota Twins, he had an at bat that he was swinging at balls against Bieber that were bouncing two feet in front of home plate. That's a non-competitive at bat. Those things in the major leagues shouldn't happen that shouldn't even come close to happening and i'll go as far as saying i don't even remember any of those happening in the early 2000s and in the the 90s and in the 80s there was always a competitive at bat 
you know, one thing that happens way too often, oh, I mean, way too often, is ball is pitches that have missed their spot or that are right down the middle and batters fouling them off. Those balls from professional hitters should be hit hard somewhere. Now, if it's an out, it's an out. But they should be hit hard. That's where you get the barrel of the bat on. And there's no question about that. That's what should be happening. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. But I understand that that's not a, you know, that that's just one of those things. Like a missed free throw on basketball. Sure. But they we're not going to complain about that. What we're complaining about is non-compete. Non-competitive at-bats. From pitcher and from batter. But since we're talking about run scoring, we're going to go for the batter's point of view. The ball is flying out the ballpark. You know, they said that if you get 12, 14 home runs, that's equivalent to 34 home runs in 162 games. I mean, you got guys that are going to hit 20 home runs. You got guys that are going to hit 20 home runs in 60 games. That's incredible. What What is that? 60, 60 is 120. That's uh, 40. Another 40 games equals 160. So you give them, so that's 50, 51 homers. So that, that'll be on pace for about 48, 46, 48 homers. Yeah, right? About 50 homers. Unreal. Unreal that they can hit 20 home runs in a 60-game schedule. But that's what Fernando Tatis is at. And and, and these other players, these, these um, the guy from Tampa Bay, uh, he came from San Diego. Forget his name, but it'll come to me. But Adam Duvall with the Braves. He's had like two or three, three homer games. How crazy is that? And then you have a uh, uh, couple players on, um, excuse excuse me, there's a little uh, Volkswagen bug just putt-putting around me. But again, it's incredible how this, this, this season is going. Uh, uh, it, 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 it is. It's just really, really incredible. Uh, you know, some things that also popped up that caught my attention uh, was the the lack of 500 teams in the NL Central and AL Central. But apparently the AL Central was the toughest division in, in, in baseball. But really not having a lot of competitive teams. So, I don't know. I, 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 I find it hard to believe that Teams are not scoring any runs, any runs, and in a, in in a season where the ball's flying out of the ballpark, where runs are just easy to come by, and they can't even. There's just no adjustments made at the plate. No adjustments made at the plate. It's incredible. Um, the one thing too that was very incredible uh, that I've noticed about those big run games. 29 runs from the Atlanta Braves happened between the second and the seventh inning. How remarkable is that? How game-changing is that? That's just, that's, I, I don't even remember anything like that. Uh, the Brewers scored 19 runs, uh, but they needed all nine innings to score that. 
you know, usually when the when the game is out of hand, they'll put a position player to, to pitch. But they couldn't even get to that point because there was just there was a whole bunch of a uh, whole bunch of runs scored. I don't know. It's hard to fathom that a team that gives up 19 or 29 runs is going to be in any kind of playoff mix. But the Miami Marlins are right there. Miami Marlins are right there. So, we'll see. Well, you know, going forward, it'll be, uh, I'm going to pay attention to non-compete bat, non-compete at bats. So, we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I, I want to see teams just... I want to see players. Forget about the teams because this philosophy that's going on with teams, it's it's mind-boggling. We don't know enough because we're not in the organization. We don't know what is going on. But at the same time, it, it, it's, it's crazy on individual players. They don't make adjustments. It's crazy. Well, Abreu, I believe he has a 21-game hitting streak now. Uh, he's in, I think he's the leader for the MVP. Uh, we need to stop talking about Ian Happ as an MVP candidate. As soon as they want to bring up his numbers and how he's a leader in OPS and he's an OPS plus and he got all this progress and all this stop with the Ian Happ. There's a guy named Fernando Tatis Jr. Don't even talk about Ian Happ, man. Stop it. Stop it. Since they started trying to push him for MVP, he's gone in the tank. Six straight, five straight strikeouts, little blue uh, pop-ups to the second baseman. Enough's enough. And then people want to say, oh, the Cubs found their first ba- their, their leadoff hitter. No, they haven't. It's the same guy that shitted on himself last year. If you can package him up with a Chris Bryant or somebody to get a Francisco Lindor or uh, Nolan Arenado, do it. Get, if you can send Brian to Nolan to Rockies for Nolan straight up, done. If you send Ian Happ and Schwarber to Indians for Lindor, done. You have to get these guys out of here. That, that there's no reason to keep these guys. Anyway, um, we'll find out what going what's going on. It looks like the playoffs the playoff teams are set. There's a few battling for. Uh, to get in the dangerous teams to keep an eye out on the reds the reds with their pitching staff they're going to be a hard out so if they get into the playoffs they're going to be tough um the uh, uh oakland a's they're going to be one or two the tampa bay rays yeah they'll be in there there's no one else the houston Astros might back their way in because they're really not a good team. They got they, they got a lot of injuries or whatever. Uh, they're not good to begin with anyway, since they're a bunch of cheaters. But they got enough pitching to help themselves. Uh, the Yankees is another team. They're gonna get right in there at the eighth seed. Um, look out for them. Don't don't sleep on them. If you have them down, you gotta put them down. But Atlanta Braves, they're gonna make some noise. And the New York Mets, now the Mets are four games under 500 right now. They're 20 and 24. If they can get into the playoffs, uh, they have enough offense. They're streaky, but they have a solid, solid starting pitching staff. And I, I think there'll be trouble in the first round. Again, we need to, 
you, you need to start settling. You need to start getting yourself in position. Like for the Cubs, for example. You want to finish 2-3-4. You want to finish 2-3-4. You don't want to do anything else. It, preferably, maybe, maybe 2-3. and three, Preferably. But if you're 4, you're okay. Because you don't want to get the Padres. And you don't want to get the Dodgers. So if you're you're... If you're at three and you get the Phillies and then you get like a Cardinals or Braves, okay, okay. But, you know, you don't want to get a Padres team or you don't want to get a Dodgers team right after the first round or in the first round. You don't even want to get a Reds team. If the Reds get in, they'll be an eighth seed. So they'll be for the one or, or, or the two team. So you want a three, four, five if you're the Cubs in the... American League, if you're the White Sox, you got to try to get to the best best record. You got to try to get the best record because you're going to want that first round either against the Yankees or another like Astros um, because, you know, Blue Jays are in there at the 5-6 spot. But if you find yourself at 2 or 3 and then the Twins at 6 or 7, you're going to be, you know, that's, that's trouble. Uh, you don't want the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's right now are two, so you don't want to mess with the Oakland A's in, the, in any first or second round. Try to get those teams in the NLCS because that's a gauntlet. Uh, Oakland A's, the Rays, uh, there's, no, there's not a lot to really talk about the Rays. They're just consistent. They're a consistent major league ball club. But uh, in a short season, they're def in a short series, they're definitely beatable. All these teams are beatable. Every team is beatable in a short series. That game one... It really, really matters. Remember, it's best out of three. So that game one really matters if you can't get that out. Uh, I think the style of play changes. You're going to see a lot of playing for one run, you're gonna uh, one run an inning. You're going to see that a lot. Um, you're you're going to see a lot of pitchers not give up home runs or try not to try to stay inside the ballpark. Um, I, I think it's going to change. And remember, the ball will change. The ball will not be a um, one of these uh, regular regular season balls that flies out of the park. All right, so there goes that, ladies and gentlemen. That is caught stealing with E. Marquez, and we'll be back with a nice little uh, episode soon. Take care now. Bye.